Welcome back to another episode of PT Talker. Our expert on the phone today runs a 10-clinic private practice in the eastern part of the United States, and he's got some thoughts about what to expect for healthcare reform and the world of physical therapy. Stay tuned for this next episode of PT Talker. This is PT Talker, presented by Advantage Medical. The aim of this podcast is to expose physical therapists to unique and innovative ideas to help grow their business. Each broadcast will introduce you to new concepts that will save you time, provide a better patient outcome, or lower your cost. And now, the host of PT Talker, Jeff Worrell. you today. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate all of our listeners. And by the way, keep those emails coming. Uh, appreciate hearing from you and suggesting topics. Um, our subscriptions are growing and we really appreciate the, the response that we receive from the clinicians. And here today I'm really happy to bring to you our expert for the week, Dr. Josh Bailey. He is the president and CEO of Rehab Associates of Central Virginia. He's on the line with us waiting to share his expertise how are you, Dr. Bailey? Great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, we are thrilled. Um, now, let's just get a little bit of background. You have been the president and CEO of a really, this is a Rehab Associates of Central Virginia, has, uh, is a longtime provider of uh, health care services, physical therapy to be exact, in Virginia. How many years now has that practice been going? Uh, so we're about uh, 46, 47 years now. Is that um, all? Uh, that's I know all. you haven't been there the whole time because nah, you're a younger guy. Yeah, yeah, that it was actually started before I was born. Uh, so, um, but the originator, the the founder of the business, um, is was named Bill Fleming, and uh, Bill has since retired, and uh, and we brought in several other shareholders, and we reorganized uh, our business about three years ago, and uh, and each shareholder has a little more specific direction. Um, as as everyone in the PT world knows, there's there are more rules, there are more regulations, there are more things that we have to pay attention to, and um, so we created uh, individual jobs for shareholders, and my job is to oversee all of those. So that's great. Um, well, congratulations, and you've been doing that now for three years, and a practicing physical therapist for 17 years. Just to give our listeners some context uh, as we get into our conversation today. So, um, Dr. Bailey, um, you know, now running a 10-clinic um, physical therapy group, that in a, alone is probably monumental. But, of course, we're approaching some areas where there is maybe some, some doubt as to what the future might hold, maybe some concern. I know you just recently returned from the private practice section of the APTA recently. Give us maybe just kind of an overall overview. What's what's your outlook for the future? Where are you? Are you um, are you positive or negative right now? Well, um, you know, most like most business owners, um, I have times within a day that I'm positive and negative. Um, but the fact of the matter is, we either have an obstacle or an opportunity. And uh, if we're going to continue to grow as a business, we may as well view this as an opportunity. And and come out with ways that PT can be put in the forefront. And in my opinion, is I don't care the the final di- direction that we end up in as long as it's positive for the field of physical therapy. 
Um, and I've, I've tried to become more open-minded that way uh, instead of my way being the right way um, because I think if the field of physical therapy does its job of providing quality patient care, then we will succeed. And um, now that's because I've operationally defined success that way. <laughs> Um, if you know if our success is, do we make as much money as last year? I think it's probably going to be a little different. Um, I think it's going to be harder to make uh, a, a financial impact or, or, or margin. Um, but I think the margin can be there. I think we're going to have to do it different. And if we continue to um, just see patients and think it's all going to work out, we probably are in trouble. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're not going to do that as a business. Yeah, so it sounds like you must have some thoughts on how you're preparing your organization to to be different. Uh, would you mind sharing any of those thoughts with our listeners? Sure. Uh, you know, first and foremost, um, we have to do as good of a job as we can to level the playing field. Um, you know, uh, we, you hear lots of talk about, you know, physician-owned practices and how that's damaging. It's an unlevel playing field. It's not fair. Um uh, but that's the world we live in. And then we have other referral for profit centers like hospital organizations that are that are really trying to keep their referrals in house. And from their business perspective it makes perfect sense. Yeah. From the outpatient provider, it it seems like a very unlevel playing field. We're gonna have to figure out a way to all work together. And um and accountable care is probably that vehicle. Um we have to have a seat at the table uh, and, but we won't get a seat at the table until we have outcome measures um, and can actually define our value. And I think for physical therapy, we've been a little lax in that and as, as a profession. And, um, and so I'm putting myself right in the middle of that. So I'm, I'm trying to define value. And my definition of value that I'm taking to insurers or, or other, other providers that I'm trying to partner with or, or um, have some type of relationship with is uh, values equal to outcomes plus patient satisfaction divided by cost. And uh, I feel like if we view value from that perspective, the patient remains in the center uh, and therefore will progress. Uh, if we all view it as whether it's the hospital system, the physicians, the, the PTs, the, the, the PT owner or the PT employee, it doesn't matter if the patient being treated well and and managed well, not just physical therapy treatment, but overall management of the patient is done well. Then, and we keep that as a common denominator. We can get along, and, we, and it doesn't have to be the contest. All right. So that's my hope. That's my view. That's my my vision for the future for our business. We'll see how effective I am at that. Right. What what kind of time frame do you think we're looking at as far as making some of these things happen that you're speaking about? Some of them are incredibly slow. And, yeah. um, you know, I like to think I like I do a lot of things well. Uh, one of the things that I absolutely don't do well is remain patient. Um, yeah. And I really have, uh, I like literally I have that on my screensaver, be patient. <laughs> so um, Because I want to move things forward and, you know, we're an agile business. Um, we have to be all outpatient providers uh, for physical therapy have to be agile with the rules and regulation changes that we have. Um, but many of these, uh, you know, the bigger organizations, they take months or years to make transitions, and um, that's not been easy for us. So I, I've been at this approach for at least 18 months, 
and I'm closer, but I don't have um, any definitive answer of how January 2014 is going to look different than December 2013. Right. Um, and, of course, you're um, – I mean, there's a lot of things you can certainly do that you're speaking about in your organization, but there are other things of which seem to be somewhat out of your control, the alternative pay, uh, payment system, case rates, per diems, all those things that are hot buzz topics right now. What can you tell us about those? You know, um, you know I, think, I think we need to, again, do a job, a better job of looking at what our value is uh, in the grand scheme of things, and, and that's how we'll decrease the overall cost of care. We're, we're a low-cost provider with high outcomes, and that, that we have to put that on the radar more. And, frankly, there's some probably that aren't. The, that, that low-hanging fruits are going to get clipped. Yeah, in in yeah. this healthcare, and and that's sad because I want to promote every physical therapist, but those who haven't done their homework and haven't progressed or haven't uh, gotten you know more educated are probably going to get left behind uh, at, at this point. You know, in the years past, we brought everybody forward, and this is a time where that's not going to happen. And case rates are are probably um, you know much different than they were in the HMO era in the nineties. Um, I think we're going to see total case rate, not just PT case rate. So when you, when you have a knee surgery, this is how much the surgeon, the physical therapist, that everybody's going to get paid. Um, and, and we're going to have to figure out a way to divide that up. Wow. And uh, I really believe that's the end point in this. And um, we're seeing this in, in you know, workers' comp legislation. Uh, we're seeing we're seeing this. Uh, some of the talk coming uh, uh, even from MedPAC is like, so how much does physical therapy cost? You know, yeah. um, so we have these arbitrary caps, but we don't really know what average case cost. Um, right. Insurers do, therapists don't, and that's the that puts us in a poor position. So we better do a better job uh, of getting that data. Yeah. Now, Dr. Bailey, okay, so um, now you've already identified the uneven playing field. It just seems like in a total case rate scenario, would that physician who owns their own PT have to- have better control of all those do- dollars versus someone having to uh, pay you somehow uh, out of that case rate? How do you see that working? Do you- are you worried about that at all? Absolutely I'm worried about that because um, – the only way we will be able to level that playing field is with good outcomes data, yeah. unbiased yeah. outcomes data, and and so we we must be able to to demonstrate that. If we can't, then we're probably going to lose the argument of why we should add another person into the mix. Uh, why not just let the physician hire that person? Yeah, um, that's that's not a good position for us to be in. No, absolutely not. So, um, just in a uh, just in the few minutes we have left, are you happy with um, how you're being supported by the APTA, the efforts that are being made, um, your the private practice section overall? How, how are things going there? What can you tell us? You know, I think uh, in particular the private practice section of the APTA um, and, and uh, Jerry Conley. You know, I I feel like we're doing all that we can. Um, you know, and it is, does everybody want more? Sure. Um, and, you know, and I hear people saying the APTA should do this and the APTA should do that. That's a tough position to be in because of all the different state-level regulations yeah. uh, um, that are there. So really, um, I think the APTA 
provides the initiative and and we are responsible uh to to make it occur at a state level and uh and i've i've thrown my own hat into that um you know i went to our, our virginia physical therapy board meeting uh, for the association this year, and I said, "Give me jobs." Good you know, uh, and great. and so I didn't feel like I could point a finger at anyone else until I pointed at myself first. And um, and and so I'm I'm trying to help with those things, and um, I'm a newbie at it. Uh, I've always, like a lot of people, I just wanted to work. I wanted to see patients, and uh, that's how I made my living. But now I'm trying to to. I don't want to don't be a politician, but I, I need to get in that political arena a little bit more. Good for you. Walking the walk. Excellent to hear. Uh, and and just quickly, what was the what was the did they give you a fun job or uh, something you can share with us? <laughs> well, the the first thing uh, that they gave me was political action. There you <laughs> uh, go. Okay. Political action funds. Um, yeah. We had, we have a pretty large workers' comp fee schedule issue uh, sure. that's facing in Virginia right now, and uh, and also direct access um, is coming up again. And uh, and and we really, as as a as a profession, we need some meaningful direct access. We finally got everybody now on the board. Yep. Now, now yep. we now we need to look at meaningful direct access. Um, you know, some of these 14-day, you know, <laughs> limits yep. are. I mean, that's exactly that's exactly. unreasonable. I live in Indiana. We just joined the rest of the world. Yeah. Access. So, welcome. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been it, it's been a tough battle here. So, well, uh, great, very kind of you to uh, take your time to speak to our listeners today. We've been talking to Dr. Joshua Bailey. He is the president and CEO of Rehab Associates of Central Virginia. Uh, just our deepest thanks to you, Dr. Bailey. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and happy Thanksgiving. Hey, yeah, to everyone. And uh, we want to remind all of our listeners out there that it is absolutely free to become a subscriber to PT Talker where we bring you an expert each and every week at www.pttalker.com. Certainly can find old and uh, historical and archived podcasts. Uh, we've been at this now six years at iTunes. Uh, so this is Jeff Well. I hope that this information and our expert today, Dr. Josh Bailey, has uh, helped you to help someone get well today. PT Talker is a presentation of Advantage Medical, bringing you business news and ideas for therapists. Join us each week for new concepts to help you grow your rehabilitation business. To listen to previous episodes, visit us on the web at pttalker.com or on iTunes.